You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. My name is Matthew Smith, and with me, as always, is our lead pastor, Chad Hunsberger. How's it going today? Hey, you're doing well. Good deal. All right, so we are, again, continuing this series on family discipleship, kind of walking through these different age groups. And today we are focusing on student ministry, specifically high school students. So uh, we've got a very special guest. Would you like to introduce him? Yeah, so Ford Rigney is here with us. Ford um, was actually here at Colonial Heights right before I got here. So sometimes Ford wonders if he would actually be on staff. Uh, would you have gotten hired? Yeah, it's like, it's he hasn't been fired, so that's yeah, a good okay. sign. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we're very thankful for Ford and the leadership he provides to our student ministry. Um, he he also provide. it's really over 6th through 12th grade, mm-hmm. even though uh, we've already heard from Nathan Lucas, yeah. who specifically focuses on middle school. But uh, Ford kind of has responsibility for all of that group. Yeah. But again, his uh, I would say your your focus is really the high school group yeah. of the two. But you're responsible for all those grades. And uh, so, yeah, very so that, that means you've been here three and a half years or so. Yeah, right, right around there. Because um, I'm right at three. I think you came six yeah. or seven months before me. So, That's right. um, yeah, so very thankful for Ford and. Uh, Glad he's here with us. Excellent. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. Glad you didn't fire me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, before we actually jump into it, do you want to mention anything about the Mississippi State baseball team? Yeah, we're we're national champs. Uh, you know, it's a tough road this year, but you know, I mean, they pulled it through. There you go. You know? yeah. So I was at camp. You know, when we won the national championship, it was like like kids got saved at camp, and Ford's like, "Yay, they won the bolt like that championship!" Like, ah, that's, that's right. That's really right. celebrating. Right. You got to get your priorities in there order. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. What's I mean, most important? Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, no. Most important. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, how long have you been serving here at Colonial Heights? I've been here about three and a half years. Uh, doing student ministry. So okay, and then in, in view, you've done some other things before. Coming yeah, here I was too. at a church in the area, uh, Broadmoor Baptist Church. Um, I was there about three years. I did rec ministry and middle school ministry, uh, kind of like a dual role okay. type thing. So I was in charge of upward and that kind of stuff. Excellent. All right. Well, um, so we are this. I guess the the purpose of these episodes is like ways that we can equip parents uh, who are dealing with these different age groups. Is that's the age of their kids. So what are some specific challenges? Challenges that uh, that parents are facing that you are facing as you work with uh, teenagers. Yeah, so I know Nathan uh, has talked about this, and in middle school and high school, it's a lot of the same. Uh, it's identity. It's yeah. who they mm-hmm. are in Christ, um, and really who they are as a person. Um, and those of the kids that are not believers, um, they're looking at this world. And saying, "What does this world tell me that I need to be?" Yeah. Um, and those that are believers are, uh, we're hoping uh, that we are sharing that we need to find our focus and our identity and who Christ is. Um, and that's where our theme verse comes in in Colossians two six and seven, where it talks about being rooted yeah. in the Word of God, being rooted in our faith and understanding what we believe in. And so, um, just with everything that students see uh, from school to music, to movies, um, all the things that are kind of going on in our world, uh, social media, um, that they think they need to be, um, you know, just this uh, superstar, or they need to be have a platform on social media, or they have a, um, you know, a friend that is going through, um, you know, gender 
identity mm-hmm. issues, and they don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, and some of our students have even have even had those identity yeah. issues. And so for that, for parents, that's that's hard. You never mm-hmm. want to think, you know, uh, that you're going to have to deal with that as a parent. Yeah, uh, that's definitely so, not what they envisioned, like, at the beginning, right, right? Yeah, right, right. And so identity not of this world and in Christ is the biggest thing in student ministry um, because they're asking questions. They're trying to figure out. They're going through a lot of different changes in their life. Uh, and they're trying to figure out what's going on and who they who God wants them to be. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Are you say yeah. That? Yeah. I I just think when I think about identity in Christ and I think about that kind of that um, role or responsibility that we have as parents, just the okay, like how do I help my kid like see mm-hmm. their identity in Christ when the world is trying to tell them their identity is in a sport or in whatever they um, portray on social media or whatever. Identity means what I look like. Identity means what I talk like. Identity means, you know, and so there's that challenge. I feel like that's just ongoing in that way. Yeah, and I I think what's a great thing for parents, when I was growing up, um, you know, I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, and I saw my parents, uh, you know, my dad specifically reading the word. He taught life group uh, mm-hmm. throughout when I was in middle school and high school. And uh, I always I saw him reading the word and studying the word. And that made me want to do that as well, mm-hmm. um, because I saw him not just telling me we need to live out our faith, but actually showing me. And so, um, you know, student ministers can only do so much. We only see their students yeah. so much. The parent we're, we're trying to provide parents. Uh, material to be able to disciple their kids yeah. well. Um, we're there to support them and to definitely help them along the way, but they are the true disciplers of their kids. Right. Um, and so, I even if they don't think they are, that's right. right. That's right. right. So like they're discipling them to something mm-hmm. uh, because you happen to see a, a dad who was studying the word mm-hmm. and was, you know, uh, serving other people. You've told me stories about that of him uh, living it out by serving others and, uh, in multiple ways so that he discipled you in that way, but a parent could be discipling their kid, maybe even inadvertently, not even not with the intentionality that is needed to something else or toward something that's not putting their identity in Christ. That's right. And so because of that, I think it's, yeah. it's helpful parent remember. They are the primary disciplers. Yeah, like what are you is. discipling your kid exactly. in? Exactly. Yeah. Right. So and dropping your kid off at to Ford is not the answer because Ford, mm-hmm. yeah, like he's going to invest and instill truth, but you're going to, if you're living something out differently, that's going to be yeah, very challenged. Not impossible. Yeah. God's done that work before, but it certainly is challenging mm-hmm. um, for that student. The, the one or two hours that they're in yeah. student ministry is not going to compare to the other uh, 22 hours that yeah. they're, don't, you that's know. Right. So, yeah. And I even think, you know, I've had, conversations with students before where they're like, my parents are telling me to read my Bible, but I never see them yeah. read it. Mm-hmm. So why would I read it if, if they're not, if they're not living out their faith? And a lot of times I'm like, well, do you know what they're doing before you're awake? Because they wake up at 5 a.m. and you wake up at 10 sometimes. Yeah. Like, you, But there is that mm-hmm. in a student. For the where parents to actually be intentional yeah, about for that. for the parents sure to actually be intentional about um, you know, okay, thinking in a mindset of how can I disciple my my child well? Um, I think, you know, me and Summer having a one-year-old, obviously, you know, she sees things, uh, but she's not old enough to kind of mm-hmm. grasp that mm-hmm. idea yet. 
Um, but you know, not every night, but some nights I'll, I'll get up on her bookshelf and she has like a daily uh, Bible verse, uh, that we mm-hmm. read sometimes. Sure. And so I'll just read one Bible verse out, um, you know, just over her, um, and so I, I, that that's, that's just a small bad thing for teenagers either. Right. Yeah. Right. Like a lot of times I think we stop doing things like family devotions, like reading over our kids, like praying with our kids because they turn 17 or because they get annoyed with us because we whatever. And it's like, no, they they can still hear us pray over them. Uh, it might look different. Mm-hmm. Certainly the time of day is different. Uh, but I would just say parent that is listening keep reading the word to your kids no matter no no matter how old keep praying with them praying for them continue to do those things because they are um yeah like that that is ministry to them that's discipling them in that way so work to do that awesome so before we move on to the next question i did want to say you know as someone who has done student ministry myself uh in the past uh, i love your answer about the primary challenge being like where their identity is uh so often the challenges that parents would actually like bring to me were more like behavior-based challenges Mm -hmm. of my kids doing this or how can i make my kids stop doing this and those types of things but if that identity piece is right then eventually those Some of those, will change. those are going to work right. themselves out, right? I, so I would also say this because you may end up getting to this with best practices or resources or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like that, the fear parents have is the social issues that we think about when it comes to everything from uh, abortion to sexuality to um, homosexuality or gender, all of those pieces. And again, to that point. Man, rooted in identity in Christ. Uh, I even, again, man, I'm just just very reminded of if we if we cling to that piece, then what a what a helpful yeah. It, mean, it still means we got to answer those questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we don't address behavior. It doesn't mean we don't address issues of sexuality or otherwise. It it just means that we 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 are helping them. Find identity in Christ. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really helpful. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think it's. I, I do uh, enjoy when parents come up to me and ask me those questions mm-hmm. um, because I love meeting with their student about certain needs that they are having that they're going through, uh, and being able to point them to this. But not just me being able to do that, but equipping the parent to yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, because they're with them all the time. Right. And so we're glad to meet with them. Like I'm, me and Nathan are both glad mm-hmm. to meet with students, uh, and that's what we want to do. That's what we want to minister to our students and our parents as well. Um, but what we say at church needs to be said at home as right. well. And uh, if the parent is not mm-hmm. equipped to handle the situation that their student is going through, then we need to come alongside that parent and teach them how to how to do that as well at home. Uh, and so that's a piece that we're really trying to work on. Okay, awesome. So um, kind of you've alluded to this a little bit already and even shared a few things, but what are, what are some of those best practices then? As you kind of come alongside and partner with those parents, what are you kind of recommending to them? Yeah, so um, we're starting a new parent like parenting classes in okay. the fall um, with our rites of passage. We have Jerry's kind of went through yeah, that he's in a about that, couple yeah. of previous episodes, and so ours are called ascend and elevate. And Nathan will kind of talk about ascend a, a little bit, but that's fifth graders going up to sixth grade, um, and then the elevate is eighth graders going into ninth grade. Okay, uh, and so we'll do two classes um, specifically for parents that are 
that are going through that transition with their kid. Um, so we'll have those two classes. Um, some of the other things that we're really trying to do uh, is when a parent does come to us and ask us those type of questions, what do I do, um, that we have a bank of resources that we can give them, um, verses and, and scripture that point directly to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because, um, you know, some parents, they, they could be very new believers, and they're just bringing Absolutely. their kid along mm-hmm. with them, right? Mm-hmm. And so their kids are co- becoming new believers, and praise the Lord for that, um, but they don't know how to, uh, you know, get in the Word and find out, what the word has mm-hmm. to say about a certain situation. Yeah. And so if they come to us and say, Hey, how do I deal with this as a parent? Well, me and Nathan don't have never parented a middle school yeah. or high schooler. Um, so sometimes we may, you know, pair them up with somebody who has done that. Sure. Uh, and kind of who has walked through that situation before and help them with that. Um, other times, you know, we can definitely, uh, as ministers point to the scripture and say, this is what the word of God says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and this is how we should respond as parents. Yeah. I think too, uh, if you're a parent listening, that especially if not connected to Colonial Heights and doesn't have a Ford or anything to go to, I, I would say that some of what you're thinking about best practices, I remember hearing this about family worship. I think this is good for any of the ages we've been talking with, but uh, it was a concept uh, just very simple, read, pray, sing. And so like read scripture to and with your student and even have them read it. Encourage them to read it on their own. They're they're getting to where they can own this. Their identity is in Him, so they can read it on their own. So so read Scripture. I would say pray with them and for them. Even if you have that student that is like really annoyed by your nighttime prayers, whatever it is, like pray with them at a meal and have them hear you bless the ask God to bless the food and ask God to bless them and ask God to provide for them and you know like looking for those little moments there and then like sing we've talked about this with other ages too but like help choose the songs on the in the car and when you do ride together to the wherever so uh help introduce them to Christ honoring things and so i would just say um the, the other thing that maybe you would elaborate on, but I would say the other piece to that best practices is always be talking to your students, like talk to them all the time. Give them space to be able to talk to you, yeah. make it normal that they're in conversation with you. Um, I'm, I'm new at the middle school parenting, mm-hmm. but I would say just creating space for conversation to happen if that's going on a walk go on a walk. Um, if that's like ride in the car, take them to the store, go to the Dairy Queen, mm-hmm. whatever, like create space for conversations to happen. Don't let them just put their AirPods in and like ignore you for the whole car ride to Walmart. Like, say, hey, like, how was your, you know, think, think about those kind of things. Yeah. And as a student pastor, you know, I remember um, you know, when students are in, in a car with me and we're going to camp or we're doing mm-hmm. something like that, um, intentionally ask them things about ministry, um, you know, what they like about it, what they don't like about it, um, and how they are in their spiritual walk. Um, and so it is taking those mm-hmm. those little small 10, 15-minute truck yeah. rides uh, to be able to have some of those conversations. I remember growing up, you know, I like to hunt and fish, and that's what me and my dad did all the time. Uh, and we would have those conversations mm-hmm. um, about faith and what that means. Um, and we, we even now, we like to argue with each other. Um, and so uh, he wins sometimes and sometimes I win. Uh, but 
we he would probably argue about that. Yeah, yeah. He, we he would. <laughs> so he, he always would, yeah. he definitely <laughs> argue about that. Yeah. yeah, we we argued one time that uh, I thought it was Bass Pro Shop, and he said it was Bass Pro Shops with an S at the end, and we <laughs> argued for about it for about thirty minutes, and uh, we were going to drive down to Pearl, and he was going to show me yeah. the the store <laughs> and I was like well there's this thing called Google we can just Google <laughs> it yeah. and he was right so he'll be proud of me for telling yeah. him he was yeah. right on yeah, that yeah, one but right. we even had theological debates yeah, sure. um, yeah. back and forth and so now that I'm older we have some of those conversations and I know some of the parents would be thinking my kid doesn't want to do that they do yeah mm-hmm. um, you know the ones that I've had you know students have asked me questions that I'm like I don't know the answer to that but we can figure it out together, mm-hmm. you know. And so, don't be afraid just because you may not know the answer that your student asks you to to say I don't know. It's okay to say I don't know, but it's even better to say I don't know. But let's figure it out yeah. together. Yeah. Um, and I think taking taking time, like just those car rides, carpool, um, you know, that kind of thing, um, going on vacation, being intentional about it. And when you were talking about you know a devotion at night, uh, it doesn't have to be long. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be drawn out. I know everybody's busy. They got things going on. But um, and you you may even think like a parent may even think that their kid doesn't want to do that. But their your son or daughter um, wants to know that they are loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so a way in which you can do that is spending time with them in the Word. That's um, awesome. And yeah. that that's a great way to show show love. Excellent. All right. So to finish up, you mentioned uh, sometimes you want to hand some parents some resources, right? Or have, a, I guess, like a bank of resources you might kind of share with those. Do you want to have some that you have some that you want to mention for our audience today? Yeah. I mean, the first one's obviously the Bible. Yeah. That mm-hmm. would be, you know, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems to be a recurring theme on yes, these episodes, yes, right? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, if we're not focused <laughs> on that, then we're missing the mark. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Amen. And so. Uh, I would even encourage like parents to ask like when they when their kid leaves uh, church, hey, what'd you learn today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. and just be able to have conversations that way. Yeah. But some other ones, Nathan probably talked about this one. But middle school makeover is one that we're kind of pressing our middle school parents to look at, and then boundaries with teens is another good one. Um, Who are the authors of that? Do you have that? Mm-hmm. Do you don't have that in front of you. Right I don't now? have that okay. in front of me right, right now. So I can't yeah. remember. But okay. the other book is called Parenting by Paul David Tripp. Yes, Emily yeah. mentioned that, mm-hmm. I think, in hers. She did. Um, it's a wide it's a yeah. wide range of parenting book, but it's it's not specifically geared to, towards one yeah. age, mm-hmm. uh, but it's geared towards parenting as a whole uh, and how to radically change your parenting style for the kingdom of God. And so those are three books that are, like, really good. Um, uh, yeah. so I'm looking up Boundaries with Teens. Is this it? Yeah, that's it. So it's by Dr. John Townsend. Okay. When to Say Yes and How to Say No. Excellent. Um, And that's really good for high schoolers um, because they have a little bit more freedom because they're driving now, but yet they're still not adults yet. So it's how do you, you know, handle the boundaries of being a parent, keeping them safe while also letting them kind of live their life. Good deal. I would say just something quick about that, just to your point, um, is this isn't a resource. This is a practical advice, I guess, but... um, my dad, as a pastor and a uh, private school principal, has often said, look for opportunities to tell your kids yes, because you're going to have to say no a lot. And so when there are things that just really, like, don't pick the wrong battles. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't pick a battle that really doesn't matter in the scheme of things. You know, um, yeah, they need to obey you. Um, but if, if there's something they're really wanting to do that's, you know, 
whatever that is. Yeah, like, let them eat that ice cream at midnight. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> it's like, yeah, let them have it. You're going to get sick. Okay. Yeah, like you guys, yeah. you like, but I would just say, look for things to say yes to because you're going to have to say no so yeah. many times um, and help them, help them hear you say affirming words. Yes, this is good. You're doing a great job. Those kind of things I would say are helpful too. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. And I, just one more like, practical thing Mm -hmm. um, that was big for me growing up, but I've also seen it in Mm -hmm. in ministry, is parents going on mission with their student. Yes. um, Is is being, you know, not just going, oh yeah, you can go and and paying for it, Mm -hmm. but no, being like there with their student. Let's go serve together. And let's go serve together. Um, I've seen big uh, improvement in, in, you know, students Mm -hmm. and how they uh, view missions as a Mm -hmm. whole. Uh, and really how they uh, interact once they get back from a mission yeah. trip from that. Um, I think that's been a, a big thing for me to see in ministry over the past three years is us going on youth mission trips is seeing parents come along with us um, and seeing how their kids kind of bond through that that's experience. Awesome. Yeah. So that would be another thing that I would just a practical okay. thing. Yeah, that's great. All right, uh, Chad, anything else you want to say about discipling teenagers? Uh, I think it's good. Okay, good deal. So that's going to wrap up this episode then. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, uh, please share it on social media. Give us a rating and review on your podcasting app, and we thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.